This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Just one coach or one player has an epic meltdown. We just got our ass totally kicked. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively. The second half, we sucked. The Bears are who we thought they were. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Mike, why are you in such a bad mood? What do you care? Okay. If you were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. Let me pass, block, block. We'll run the ball. We will. What else do you want to know? Or makes a bad decision. Ozuna's back out of room. Oh my goodness, what in the world happened to him? He misread it badly. I don't know if he's embarrassed or hurt. We're here to point it out every Monday. It's time now for the Blitz. Bust. Now just sit there or leave. I don't give a <laughs> what you do. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Always ends on a strong note. God bless Bobby Knight. 742 on the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey. All right. See, we need some music under this, don't we? Some kind of music. There we go. Put that under there. Bring that up a little bit. So we have a lot of nominees for the Blitz bus. We have a lot of nominees. There are a lot of people around the country who did things. There's always something silly. Bryce, you had a good one that involves Clemson. Clemson, Dabo Sweeney deciding to do a fake punt from his own 20-yard line on 4th and 9. As a matter of fact, it's very innovative. It sounds like this. Haven't seen him yet. What you've seen so far is this Georgia Tech defensive front, the much maligned defensive front. Oh, they're going to try and fake it. He's running. Jack Smith. And he's not going to get there. Not only did he not get there, <laughs> this was one of the funnier fake punts you'll ever see. Now, number one, outside of Luke Phillips. See, Luke, I covered you already. Mm. Most kickers, punters, kickers, yeah, yes, they're athletes. These are not the dudes you're going to sit out there to do things like this. You're not, you know. So this guy catches a football, looks, and then takes off. Now, maybe it wasn't called. I'm not sure. Yeah. But he got about two steps and he went, no, this is not the right thing to do. And then this dude just starts going straight to the sidelines, and you're thinking, abort, abort. Right, <laughs> yes. You can't outrun these guys. Kick the, kick the thing. Throw it. Fumble. I don't care. Do something different. And he just keeps running straight toward the sidelines, I guess hoping that they would all fall down. <laughs> yeah. And Dabo, a guy that always gives a lot of crud to kickers, you can't really put that one on him. No, so. no, 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 you cannot. Now, Clemson won the football game 42-21, mm-hmm. but if that were a decision, it were a really bad one, I'll, I will tell you that. All right, that's not the only one. You had an, you had another nominee. So the other nominee was Alfonso Tupatala returning a <laughs> what should have been a pick six for Washington, and this is uh, a little uh, when they were coming back to review it. Mm-hmm. This isn't close. Really on the field is a fumble and a recovery by the defense. First down, Utah. Clearly, he meant offense. This is Utah football, and yeah, not close. Uh, that's outrageous. Play review. One of the wildest plays. <laughs> This late in a college, this isn't. I mean, I mean, he drops the ball at which we've seen before, dropping the ball at the goal line before you cross the plane. Mm-hmm. He he He's might have had two. a money bet on this one. This was so blatantly obvious. There was green that he could have seen between the goal line <laughs> and and the field, and he dropped it. Just, yeah, it. I mean, it was the most blatantly obvious drop I've ever seen. But when that it happened, it was closer to the two. It wasn't yeah. at the one. Oh yeah, and he was real casual about it too. He just dropped as he went in. I have never 
ever in my life understood that. And how about his teammates trailing behind him? Just They just cross right past yes. it like, hey, let's celebrate. It's like, even you guys couldn't see this? And a big, huge offensive lineman from Utah runs back and covers the ball. Now, mm-hmm. Washington got a safety on the next play. But credit the Utah player for realizing yeah. they this is a live football. Yeah, because if you if you let it go, then they just take it from the one for Washington. You know, if there's no immediate recovery. Yeah, there's well somebody eventually has to touch the football yeah. right and says it's something. This guy runs by, and and it just uh, it blows my mind. And, and so every not only him for dropping it, but every Washington player who ran by it. What are you thinking? Is there yeah. no football intelligence left? You know, these guys train and they're taught and you go through a thousand things. But come on, the basis of playing the game, you know how it works. With the amount of times we've seen this happen, it's like you can't just hold on to the ball for a few more seconds. Full on Leon Lett. This is where, (laughs) if you're a coach, this is why you teach your guys to hand the ball to the official. Yeah. Run into the end zone and hand the ball to the official or toss it. The greatest player of all time did it. Why can't you, you know? Exactly. And toss it to the official. That's how that works. All right. Now, there are others out there. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you saw it or not, but did you see Deion Sanders apologizing to the fan base after Colorado lost another game? Now, it was a close game to Arizona. A good good team. Yep. But again, you know, they, they lose again after the great start, and they had that. They, you know, they had the, the obviously bad game, and Dion yeah. apologizes. You could even give them the bust. You could give it to, you know, Boise State because you hired Andy Avalos, and after, you know, a 5-5 five and 22-14, five and and you fire him. But no, no, I don't think that's what we're going to do. I, I think we've heard enough excuses from one group, and I think we're going to give it to these guys after hearing enough of this. we got to coach them better. we got to coach them better and become fundamentally better and – be able to execute at critical moments. Yeah, all of Texas A&M. Everybody in Aggie Land. I'm sorry. I love them. I do. I, I'm a part of that cult. But holy crap. <laughs> How can you continue to make the horrid decisions you make in hiring coaches? It was a bad choice to hire Kevin Sumlin. He'd had success in Houston because he had great, great assistants. And he had one great player at quarterback consistently. So that's good recruiting. Otherwise, and they won. But he was a disaster at Texas A&M. He was a disaster early on. The program was a disaster off the field. And you went and hired a guy who seems likable, but he had one great season at Florida State because he had one great player. And past that, nothing. And then you then you broke the market like Michigan State. You guys are idiots, too. <laughs> and you decided to pay so much that you almost bankrupted college football. The program as a whole... Set the game back. Yeah. And they made all of us go, what are we doing? Why are we paying this for these guys? They're one guy. And, yeah, I understand they run a program. But I, I the whole, all of them. Now, their, their athletic director, Ross Bjork, had this to say last night after he fired Jimbo. We are not reaching our full potential. We are not in the championship conversation. And something was not quite right about our direction (laughs) and the plan. Really? I appreciate their support for this decision and our plan moving forward. The timing is not ideal, but it's also not unique given certain dates coming up in college athletics. Just say recruiting. I really Mm. want to thank our athletic staff. I determined at this point in... For, for lots of reasons, mm-hmm. our program is stuck in neutral. 
We should be relevant on the national scene. You're in reverse. Something is not clicking. Something is not working. And therefore, <laughs> something had to give in order for Aggie football to reach our full potential. How about nothing is clicking? You're in reverse, not neutral, and you stink. That's all. And this comes after a win. You finally yeah. beat Mississippi State, who they couldn't beat forever. And then, Handily. which this had to be, make it even more awkward. That you did that. Now, he said when he called Jimbo in, it was cordial. Yeah, because they're going to pay him $77,562,500. Hell, I'll take that. Six hundred and twenty-five is due within 60 days. Then he gets eight payments. Imagine you get eight payments starting March 11th, my, my daughter's birthday, 2024. You get eight payments. <laughs> and each payment... Is seven million two hundred seventy-one thousand four hundred eighty-four dollars. Seven payments of that, and this—if you add up Jimbo's time at A and M and what they've paid him—it was one point seven million dollars per win. Per win, you are a group of fools. You're a group of people. You are, oh, you know what you are? You're the blitz bust. That's all as to it. You are the blitz bust, and you deserve every piece of, every laugh, every guffaw, everything that happens this week and going forward, you deserve it. Busted! By the way, Gary Ann did text in and said, entire Arkansas football program, including Sam Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Gary, I understand, Gary Ann. I really do. Because trust me, we're right there with you. Yeah, Aggies are right there with you. It was, uh, it's, it's. I, I, I don't even have words. That, that, that was good, Rick. I feel like you've been building up on that one ever since the news came out. I, you just, <laughs> I just don't have the words. Let me get on with this. I don't, yeah, I don't have the words. And I really do, honest to goodness. You kind of think it's fun and funny and blah, blah, blah. It's not. What yeah. Michigan State and A and M did to college football, in my mind, is criminal. Mm. You 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 paid that. These are coaches. I get it. We love our programs. I get it. We love our games. They're coaches. They're not saving babies. They're not running into burning buildings. They're not running toward gunfire and bombs when they go off. They're not d- dedicating their lives to joining the military like all those cadets did at halftime of the game down there. Yeah. You know, those people are going off to do something important. Football is important. I get it. We think it's important. It's not the end of the world. Stop acting like it is. And don't pay that way. You're breaking the system. You're making it so that everybody else around the country either has to do what you do or just can't afford to do what you do and just kind of has to, you know, twiddle off oh, down yeah. the dark alley. And I, I just, it, it blows my mind. I love the game. I love it. I love it. I played it. I coached it. I did all the, I love the game. It's a game. There are things that matter more. Yeah, there, there are many things that matter more, and there are 77 million reasons you made a mistake. <laughs> now, let's see. This is going to be really fascinating how this goes moving forward. Because, I mean, you normally you, you go, you fire a coach, you go hire a new coach, you pay him a little bit more. Okay? Yeah. What are you going to do now? You're going to, you, whoever you go get is going to go, well, I saw what he made. <laughs> And then when we you saw the kind of coach he was, yeah, so. I, I realize you have lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of money down there. But do you really want to just light it on fire? And that's what you did. And I have nothing against Jimbo Fisher. Seems like a nice enough guy.
Right. But he seems also like one of those guys that might be a career assistant. And quite honestly, right now, considering the way they that offense ran, I don't think he'd be a, an offensive coordinator again right now. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to work. You know, and Orgeron famously is just going around wearing his, uh, you know, his banana hammock and going to parties <laughs> and showing up bronzed and, you know, and, and weightlifting and that kind of thing. So, yeah, what is, you know, Jimbo famously said, you know, you know, when they almost hired him, right, when he almost got hired at LSU yeah. uh, after the, the one good year. He said, you know, and why would I leave here? I've got two ranches, blah, 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 blah. Honestly, my first thought is, who gets his ranches? <laughs> Who's going to buy Jimbo's ranches at, in College Station? Yeah. Uh, and what's he going to do? He's, you would think he wants to coach again. You would think he'd get an assistance job. But at this point, who hires him? Uh, that's our Blitz Bust. It is everyone involved in Texas A&M football. It is 7.53 on the Blitz 1170. And I know for all those who hate A&M, and that's everybody but me. <laughs> You're probably pretty excited about that. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.